0: Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? It's Sam, welcome to another episode of Friday Fire. This is actually episode two. Uh, It is Friday, the 12th of February. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, all right. Before we get started, I really uh, want to mention real quick. I've got this new thing coming up called Winner Wednesday. So, uh, the uh, the premise behind that is uh, something that was uh, taught to me by a guy in my uh, Apex group, uh, John Hiley, on his podcast, and. Um, so what I need you to do when you get a minute today, uh, go and open the Small Business Surgeon podcast and write a review. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm entering everybody that writes a review into drawings for Small Business Surgeon and Texas Media Foundry uh, swag. And we're going to do those giveaways every Wednesday, starting Wednesday the 24th. That will let me uh, that will let me build up a few reviews, and uh, it'll also let me get the uh, get the swag actually made. We're going to use a a printer here in town. Uh, my buddy uh, Lowell Lyle. Over at m M&M Apparel is going to be handling that stuff for us so a uh, shout out to Lowell for that um, so basically you enter once uh, we draw every week and so it's cumulative and uh, right now I've got 18 reviews so uh, currently if nobody else leaves a review there will be a 1 in 18 shot of winning uh, some really cool small business surgeon swag on Wednesday the 24th. Um, the reason I'm asking you guys uh, to do this is because reviews and subscribers help push the show up in the charts and uh, that way more people can discover the show and then more people's lives we can change so uh, that's kind of the point you know uh, so uh, anyway go now uh, if you're not busy leave a review so i can fulfill my mission on this planet uh, you know all right so uh, anyway enough with the prize winning stuff it's friday it's finally friday uh, some uh, friday fire for you here so uh, every every friday i put out a little bit of knowledge Uh, to help my business owners stuff that I've found useful in the past maybe a couple of lessons that I've learned along the way so uh, as we always say TFI Friday thank goodness uh, it's Friday I got told off for saying fuck the other day so I got to be a little bit more cautious with my language Um, but it has been a a great week obviously I'm recording this a few days uh, ahead of time this week, uh, I went up to uh, to Dallas to the Apex Live event. Up there, got to meet a bunch of good guys. It's the second one I've been to. I, I really feel like uh, I'm making a family up there. So shout out to you guys in Apex that are listening to this. Even more reason to like and subscribe because you know uh, you know exactly what I'm trying to build over here. So uh, what I wanted to drop in today's Friday Fire is a little bit about fishing. Now, not the kind of fishing you think. On a Friday, nope, fishing for clients um, because you know along my journey, I as as I've started transitioning into uh, into coaching and looking at the mistakes my business made uh, or my businesses made, I get to see the mistakes that uh, that other businesses are making, and this was a big one for me when I first started out. And um, pretty much everybody that comes across my operating table, uh, one of the biggest problems they have is they don't know uh, their fish, and their fish being their target audience. Obviously, what we do in uh, sales and marketing is we go fishing for business, right? So uh, most people that I run across haven't given any thought to who their fish are, where their fish are, and uh, more importantly, what bait they will buy on. So... One of the exercises that I learned through the Apex Group was to sit down and set up the top 25 of my dream clients. Um, You know, a lot of people will start off in business and they'll just say, well, um, I just wanna work with anybody that needs their car painted, or I wanna work with anybody that needs a, a chiropractic adjustment, or I wanna work with anybody that needs to buy or sell a house without giving any thought who they actually wanna work with. Because the thing about being in business is you have to work with these people actually every day. So, um, you know, when I first started out in real estate sales, I thought, well, you know, I, I wanna want to work with anybody that wants to buy or sell real estate. No, <laughs> that didn't work well. And um, now I know that um, anybody that needs a coach is not my target audience. Uh, you see, you spend, You spend more time with your clients than you actually do with your friends. Um, I found that out. And uh, over time, obviously, my clients do become uh, my friends and we do build relationships. But you've got to make sure they're people that you actually like. See, when I first started in real estate, I I did go after anybody with a pulse that wanted to buy or sell a house. And um, I got a lot of clients uh, that way, but I was completely miserable. And, you know, in the summer of 2019, we had 19 active listings um, between a few different agents that I had working for me, and I didn't particularly care to work with any of the clients that we bought in. Um, I find it much, much better now to define who I want to work with and build that client out in my mind, who's my ideal client and it helps me get back to my ideal day. That's why I'm always in such a good mood. That's why I'm always grateful for stuff because every day that I have is structured around what I imagined my ideal day to be like. Now, don't get that wrong. Um, I'm not gonna say every day is an ideal day because it certainly isn't, but every day that I have is structured around the ideal day that I designed, and every client that I work with is structured around that ideal client. and. A lot of you when you get into business when you start opening your doors up and say right we're going to go sell some stuff and you put a sign outside out front and you say hey come buy my stuff and that's as far as you go when it comes to acquiring clients you don't really think about who it is you're talking to and as I said you spend more time with these guys that you're working with than you do with a lot of your friends so if you don't like consciously um, design a client if you don't make the effort to say, here's who I want to work with. Um, you're gonna wake up one day hating your life, hating your clients, you'll have a whole bunch of listings that you don't wanna deal with, or you'll have a whole bunch of clients that you don't wanna deal with, and they'll all be problem clients. And that's because you haven't taken these four steps, right, so what you gotta do is figure out who are my dream clients, like who are they? Like really, Are they are they guys? like girls you know my dream clients are guys uh nothing against you ladies nothing whatsoever but i think like a guy right so um in real estate specifically um guys tend to be very analytical they'll look at spreadsheets they'll look at the data they'll look at the surrounding properties and the comps and they'll say does this deal make sense from a financial viewpoint whereas women um again just generalizing women pretend to buy on far more emotional things Like, do I like the color of this? Do I like the design of this? Do I like the layout of this? And I like to see things analytically. So therefore, I like to work with male clients. Not that I don't work with female clients, I do. But in my targeting, I set it up to work about 80, 20 with males. You know, what do they look like? Where do they work? What do they do for a job? You know, you gotta think about all this stuff. My guys are 10 years either side of me, ideally. You know they make over six figures a year ideally uh they're small business owners or medium-sized business owners or large business owners but we have that in common and then you gotta look at what are they interested in or what are they passionate about do you have anything in common with your clients um, i like to have hobbies in common with mine um, one of the things i did was start a small business owners group Um, not only to help small business owners, but to get to hang out with people that were passionate about the same stuff that I am, which is building small businesses. I I love doing it. And you get to hang out with those kind of people. And really, I didn't build a, a business owners group just for the hell of it. I bought the business owners group so I could hang out, oh sorry, I built the business owners group so I could hang out with business owners and become their go-to resource for real estate, and uh, ultimately, uh, it's turned out for business coaching as well. That wasn't my initial intent, but that's appeared to be uh, what's happened, but my goal was surround myself with people that I like, that are like me. and uh, You know, we have the same goals or dreams or desires or whatever, and then working with them when it comes to a real estate transaction or a, a coaching program is natural it comes naturally, there's nothing forced, okay? So I'm not working with people that I don't align with. Um, all my clients have the same core values as me, and um, you know, most of them show up wearing a T-shirt and blue jeans, which is, uh, is, is as most of you know, is my uniform, and it's what I'm comfortable wearing. Um, I spent the first two years of my real estate career wearing a suit and, uh, or button downs or a jacket and slacks and I was, uh, I was attracting clients that weren't anything like me and were no fun to work with. So you've really got to dig down, spend the time, spend a day or two, spend a week or two even, defining who your dream client is. Then what you gotta look at is where can you find them? Okay, so let's say we're going fishing. Number one, what kind of fish do we wanna catch? What's my ideal fish? What's the tastiest fish I'm gonna eat for dinner? And then, where is that fish in the water body? Where is it? Is it by the inlet? Is it swimming around by a tree stump? Where's this fish, right? So our clients, we look at them as fish, obviously they're online. And um, I wrote down in my notes, 80% of your clients uh, are gonna be online, they're gonna be finding you on the internet, but you know, I think it's probably closer to 99% of your clients that are gonna find you on the internet now. Um, most of our interactions daily start with an iPhone. So the majority of your clients are gonna find you on your cell phone. Most interactions start there, but where are they? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they on TikTok? So really put some time into researching where these clients are. Once you've nailed down who they are, you know maybe they're a member of a group. My clients are members of you know several small business groups around the region and what i did was identified them inside those groups found them and invited them over to my group but then you can look and even dig a little deeper and go you know what kind of blogs are they reading what kind of newsletters are they subscribed to do they read reddit or do they read the new york times you know are they reading the washington post or the huffington post where are these guys congregating online is it forbes see what we want to do is you know we don't want to um make our own river yet we want to find the river they're in and then just dip our rod into that river and pluck those fish out of there so think you know dig deep do they like sports Uh, what sports do they like is it soccer is it football do they like movies what about race cars arts and crafts horse riding you know I just reading these off a list of ideas that I put in the show notes but really where is your client at uh, on the internet where are they hanging out that is absolutely critical because if we can target who they are and we can target where they are then we can ultimately figure out what bait to use to attract them what will they bite so a guy in his mid 40s that likes race cars that's looking for business coaching might be hanging out in a race car forum, he might be hanging out in a business owner's forum. He might be reading Forbes. Do you see how you can dig deep once you analyze who your dream client actually is? And, you know, I would say 90% of small business that business owners that I talk to in the initial session, uh, when they climb on the operating table and spread their business out there, they haven't defined this. And, like, this is, like, mistake at ground zero, this is the number one thing um, that I can give to you to help you. So what bait do we use to attract them? What things do they need? And you know, what is gonna be the irresistible offer that pulls that client into our ecosystem? And when I say irresistible offer, um, I do mean something like, you know, how to get X without the pain of Y. Um, Those are the things that, that, that will trigger people to uh, to to respond they want as a minimal effort minimal pain uh, maximum results so think about what irresistible offer will pull your client into the ecosystem you're not trying to convert them you're not trying to make a sale what you're trying to do is take that fish out of the river and put it into a little holding pond where you can then nurture that fish to become a bigger fish and to, uh, to ultimately pay you more money and then lastly what do you want to give them And I'm not talking about what service do you wanna give them or what product do you wanna sell them. Um, I'm talking about uh, the simplest analogy I can think of is actually when somebody goes to the store to buy a drill, right? They're not making a trip to the store to buy the drill. They're making a trip to the store because somewhere they need to make a hole, right? So the, the thing I like to give, And the result that I like to give my clients is joy. Uh, I know that sounds a little bit um, new age here, but bear with me. So um, selling a house uh, can be a very negative experience. Um, I would say a good 75 to 80% of the time selling a house is is due to a negative connotation, be it a, a job move with two mortgages now or be it a, uh, a divorce or uh, inheritance or, or something's not quite worked out um you know 25 percent of the time sure it's they want to buy a bigger house great but a lot of times uh, that selling a house has a negative connotation so i like to uh, it's, it's my job to take the stress away from the seller and to give them joy to give them a completed transaction that's the same with buying i take the stress Away from a buyer, and I give them the joy of leveling up, of opening the new chapter uh, in their lives. And you know, if we're being honest, I uh, I absolutely prefer working with buyers because there's so much more joy uh, to go around. And uh, more recently, it's been the joy of the light bulb going off as we help business owners, you know, unfuck their business and develop their companies and grow to the next level. That has been um, just so rewarding on the inside for me. So. Look at it as they don't want to buy a drill. They want to buy the hole, okay? You know, my clients don't want to buy business coaching. They want to buy a business that works and that pays them money every month. You know, my clients don't want to, they they don't want to buy a house, right? They're looking to buy a new home and a place to live and a place to raise their children. So be very, very deliberate in understanding what it is your clients actually want and what you wanna give them, um, because that, that will help so much. When, when you stop thinking about it as, uh, as buying a house, and think about it as buying a home, um, it, it changes everything, and, and that's the same for, uh, let's talk about Texas Media Foundry for a second, for example. It's not that a client comes to Media Foundry to buy a video, right? They come to Media Foundry to buy an online presence that will ultimately lead to a return on investment and more profit. So they're buying more leads, they're buying more engagement, they're buying more customers. They're not really buying a video at all. The video is just the vessel that we use to take them to the end result. So bear that in mind uh, when you're designing your dream client, bear in mind what it is your product actually does for them and make sure it's giving them something they absolutely need. All right, real quick recap. That just about wraps up today's Friday Fire. Uh, So when you set up to define your dream clients. Remember, who are they, where are they, what bait will they bite, and what result am I going to give them? All right guys, I really hope that helps. Now, before we end up, don't forget to show me a little bit of love. Um, Jump on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, leave a written review, and we'll get you entered in the prize drawing for Winner Wednesday. Uh, There is no charge whatsoever for the small business surgeon however there is a fee i ask you guys to leave a review and share the show with people that you know that you think might like it and think might get something out of it it helps us to grow the show and ultimately it helps me to help more people all right guys stay tuned um we've got an exciting episode dropping on monday where i've got an interview with a great great mind and body and spirit and business coach uh, Nate Bailey was uh, kind enough to take time and come on the show so uh, you'll stay tuned for that and uh, I will see you next week thanks for listening this has been the small business surgeon podcast if you made it this far you clearly liked it so go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review this helps people find the show and spread the good word share it with friends and follow us at small business surgeon on Facebook and Instagram Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com. Ooh, yeah.